Shalom, and welcome to Parasha Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week we are talking about a double parasha, Nitzavim and Vayelech. There are years when they are read together, there are years when they are read separately, this is one of those years when it's read, when they are read together. Uh, insofar as the structure of the book of Devarim, this is a continuation of Moshe's third and final uh, address, which is full on the subject of blessings and curses. And uh, Moshe is talking to the people after the Tochecha, the admonitions that we learned about last week. The um, the admonitions uh, presented a very bleak view of what could happen in the future uh, if people, if the people of Israel do not follow the uh, commandments. Very dire warnings. And so Moshe continues this discussion uh, and says, that you are being, you've been brought into a, a break, into a covenant. It's an eternal covenant. It's binding on all of you, not only those of you who are standing here today, uh, but also on all future generations. Uh, it's binding on uh, because as a nation, no matter what the, the historic period, uh, you're all in it together. And Moshe refers back to the Tochacha, as I said from last week, those admonitions, and he says that if they come to pass, meaning that there will be seas and poverty and uh, ultimately resulting in uh, exile uh, and the desolation of the land. So if the Tochacha comes to pass, then the land itself will attest to your past deeds, people who will pass through or pass by the land uh, will look and see what what kind of a land it uh, it became, uh, and that is because of because of your sins. And uh, mind everybody that Beit Hashem get blessing. Be aware. Uh, now that all seems. Uh, very frightening, and it is, and it should be. But uh, Moshe, in a sense, uh, balances this out in the next chapter, which talks about Teshuvah. This is one of the main places in the Torah where Teshuvah is discussed at great length. Uh, he says, and this is a continuation of the discussion about the Tochachah, that Jewish people will end up in exile. Uh, Moshe reminds the people that Teshuvah is always possible, uh, not only for the individual, but even for the people, and not only in Eretz Yisrael, where it's appropriate to improve our ways, but it's even, uh, it's even possible in, uh, in exile. And so what it says uh, is that when you are in exile, it will be possible for you, but the initiative has to come from you, to return to Hashem to do Teshuvah. 
and what uh, what ensues is a back and forth. You return to Hashem, and Hashem moves towards you. Hashem will respond, and in various forms, the Hebrew verb shuv appears, which means return and repent, because this repentance in exile uh, will eventually lead Hashem to return uh, you to the land of Israel. So what we talked about in the Tochacha is not irreversible. It is reversible, but I'll to Teshuvah. And Moshe uh, goes on to say that what I'm telling you, the commandment that I'm telling you, um, is not beyond you. It is not too difficult for you. Uh, and we'll come back to that that statement of Moshe a little bit later on. Uh, but he goes on to say that the, the choice is in your hands. It all depends on you. How you relate to Hashem, how you obey Hashem, uh, and Hashem will respond accordingly. That's Nitzavim. We then move uh, into Vayelech. And uh, Vayelech, and he went, means that Moshe walked before the people, and uh, he declares that he's 120 years old this day. So this is the last day of Moshe's life because he, he does die on the day that he was born. And he publicly transfers the leadership to Yehoshua. Then he finishes writing the Torah. Uh, this is uh, very important. He also gives copies of the Torah uh, to various tribes, to the uh, to the Yim also, to the Kohanim. And then uh, we learn about the last two mitzvot in the Torah. They're in Vayelech. One is the mitzvah of Hakel, which means assemble. And that mitzvah is that on the holiday of Sukkot, after the Shemitah year is over, so after the seventh year, beginning of the eighth year, uh, Hakel means assemble, assemble all of Israel, that's men, women, and children, and in the sight of the assembled people, the king will read from the Torah. And this will remind the people uh, not only the content of the Torah, but their commitment to the Torah uh, at all levels, including the king. The king himself is uh, beholden to the laws and values of the Torah. And then, uh, finally, um, the uh, end of the parasha refers to the next parasha after this, known as Ha'azinu. And Ha'azinu is a, uh, is a song, is a poem. And uh, he says that when the time comes, or actually Hashem says this to Moshe, that uh, the song that they are to learn will remind Israel again from another, another way, uh, maybe poetically, uh, not to violate the Torah, to remain loyal to Hashem. Um, and so the final mitzvah actually is uh, the mitzvah to write down the Torah, not just to write down Hazinu, but actually to write the entire Torah. And that's the final mitzvah for each and every person to write, or to be involved on some level in writing a, uh, a Torah scroll. And uh, Again, Moshe is, is to remind the people, Hashem says this 
that uh, there will there may come times that because of their behavior, uh, I will conceal my face from them. I will conceal my face from them, uh, and then it's up to them to reinitiate the relationship uh, between us. But Hashem, it seems, is always open uh, to that. And so that brings us to the end of Vayelech, and indeed, Kitzavim Vayelech. I want to return to uh, part of the parasha that I mentioned earlier, uh, in which Moshe says that uh, this is not too difficult for you. Specifically, he says, Ki hazot, this commandment that I am commanding you uh, today is uh, not wondrous, meaning it's not difficult uh, for you. Uh, nor is it too distant from you. Uh, it's not in the heavens. Well-known expression, loba uh, such that someone would have to say, "Well, who can go up to the heavens and bring it back for us so that we can listen to it and do it?" Nor is it across the sea, such that uh, we would say, "Well, who can bring it back from across the sea?" Uh, and then we will take it and, and listen to it and do it. Uh, but rather, rather says Moshe, uh, it is uh, very close. Karovelach, it's close to you. Uh, very close, in your mouth and in your heart to do it. Uh, so Moshe started off this this uh, section by saying, this mitzvah, this commandment, which I command you today, is not distant, not difficult. Uh, it's, uh, it's accessible. The question is, what specifically is Moshe referring to? And I wanted to share with you two different views uh, among the Mepharshim uh, regarding this question. What mitzvah is Moshe referring to? So we start with Rashi. Uh, Rashi, on the words lo he, it is not in heaven. So uh, he says that the truth is if it were in heaven uh, then it would be your obligation you would be required to uh, go up to heaven, however that would be necessary or possible to do, to go up uh, after it and to learn it. Okay? Uh, so that means uh, that means that the, uh, the mitzvah, according to Rashi, that's being referred to, which is not distant, nor is it in the, uh, in, the in the heavens, far away or across the sea, refers to the Torah itself. So the what uh, what Moshe is referring to is the fact that the Torah, which is the mitzvah, uh, is not in uh, It's a good thing, too, because uh, you have an obligation to learn the Torah, and if it were in heaven, you'd be obligated somehow or other to go up to the heavens to get it. According to Rashi, again, uh, it's clear that the Mitzvah that's being referred to here is a general statement about the mitzvah of the Torah. The Ramban, on the other hand, um, says that the, this pasuk, this passage, is referring to what comes uh, immediately before it, namely the mitzvah of Teshuvah, where we uh, learned earlier and discussed how Teshuvah 
can be initiated by the people even though they are uh, in exile. But if they turn towards God and God uh, will return to them, will become closer to them, and the Jewish people will intensify their teshuvah and God will respond uh, by intensifying the relationship and ultimately Hashem will respond to their uh, return to his returning them back to their land and undoing the uh, undoing the exile. And so right after this is where we say this mitzvah which I'm commanding you is not too difficult. So the mitzvah when the Ramban uh, that's being referred to here is the mitzvah of teshuvah itself. Uh, it's true, uh, it may sound like a difficult thing to do, but ultimately uh, teshuvah is accessible. You turn towards God, God turns towards you, and this reciprocal relationship continues uh, until the Jewish people find themselves once again uh, fully reunited with Hashem in their land. So two approaches to what the Torah is talking about. Uh, the Torah is talking about all of the mitzvot of the Torah, the mitzvot learning Torah, or the mitzvah of Teshuvah. Of course, as we often say, Elu ve'elu divrei Elohim chayim, both of these are the words of the living God. Uh, they're both valid, uh, both approaches, and indeed, both ideas are uh, valid. Then. It is accessible to learn Torah, just necessary to do so step by step. Uh, and Teshuvah, which seems very difficult step by step, it too is achievable. I thank you very much for joining me in this discussion of Parashat Mitzavim and Bayelech. This has been Rabbi Abraham Fisher for Parashat Highlights and Insights saying Shalom.